Hello and welcome to the Trouble with the Snap podcast. I am Tyler Hayward. You can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Be sure to like the Facebook page, comment on the Facebook page, you know, do all the likes on uh, those three mediums that I mentioned. And you know what? If you don't like us, tell us what we can do better. And uh, we'll go ahead and we can uh, take a look at some of those. Um, but we've, uh, we were trying to have uh, Sean Rogovin on with me uh, so we can get our little back and forth going. Uh, but Sean's service was not working, so I am flying solo. Kind of like how Mady Sissoko feels at that center position right now. Um, it was shocking news yesterday. Well, the rumors were shocking yesterday. Um, the news broke today, and obviously given what happened yesterday, not as shocking today. Um, but still really disappointing. Julius Marble is no longer at Michigan State. And look, th- this hurts. <laughs> this really, really hurts. Uh, Suzoko came along a little bit at the end of last year. But obviously not to the point where the staff felt comfortable playing him in the NCAA tournament. Um, and he is the only center returning with experience. You have a four or five type guy. Jackson Kohler coming in, but we don't know what position he's necessarily going to play. Um, but without Marble, like Marble is supposed to be the starter at center for this Michigan State team, and I don't even think it was penciled in. This thing was etched in stone. This was tattooed on Michigan State's roster. Julius Marble was going to start at center for MSU, and he's not with the program anymore. And Look, we're not, we're not going to get into speculation, all the reasons why and stuff like that. Uh, there's a pretty, I want to say, logical ex- um, reason for that. But uh, until the kid says something, I, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about it. But, uh, yeah, Marble leaving and, you know, people. a lot of people are like, oh, well, his defense was terrible. He was serviceable as an offensive player and stuff. He could get the ball inside. He could get hit those hook shots. Uh, he could hit 18 footers. I think he was kind of trending like Matt Costello was a little bit at the uh, end of his junior year, where he started hitting that mid-range J. And then uh, the next year, he was able to shoot a couple threes if needed. And I, I feel like Marble was kind of trending that direction. He obviously had that strong post game. Uh, he could hit hook shots from almost, gosh, almost out to 10 feet. Um, even if he uh, couldn't body up a little bit more, uh, and defensively, look, I know I know a lot of people give him crap about his defense. I feel like he was getting in the right position a lot. Um, he still had games where he lapsed back into what he was doing a couple years prior to. But I mean, the, the guy was supposed to start at center, and I trust him more than I trust Sissoko. There's not a lot of uh, valuable bigs that are still out there. Now, obviously, Izzo is hitting the portal, though that was kind of a question um, regarding his uh, portal usage at that center position with or without marble. Um, Because... Ultimately, like I said, the staff wasn't too comfortable with uh, Sissoko, though he did uh, kind of come along at the end of last season. 
So, you, obviously, you've got to hit that portal um, because you have to have some sort of a threat down low. And you can sit there and you can give the ball to Hauser all you want. I'm anticipating Hauser coming back. You know, we'll obviously talk about that when that breaks, whether he comes back or goes. Um, you know, interesting uh, article from Jim Comperoni today. Uh, you know, do you sit there and try to get a sweet NIL deal for Marcus Bingham and try to bring Bingham back, who's going pro? So a lot of things that uh, need to take place. Um, and honestly, I don't know if you're Michigan State how you address this because Michigan State is not active in the portal on the hardwood. Obviously, they are on the football field, not as active as anybody else in the world, but they're, they're not active in basketball. And they like to develop the players. Um, you know, like um, me and Ianni have talked about, I don't know if it was on the show or if we were just talking about it, but. You know, we were, we were talking about A.J. Hogard being an All-American next year if he can develop a jumper. And, like, that's the only thing that's really stopping him. And so Michigan State likes to develop these players. And so you really start to wonder why, uh, you know, why Marble would leave. You know, we feel, feel like he was making that next step. Like I said, we're not going to speculate on it. But th- this is huge. And... You know, can Jackson Kohler come in and play that center position? Because we know Mady's not ready uh, on the offensive side of things. But defensively, I don't think Kohler's going to be ready. You expect a freshman to come in and bang with Hunter Dickinson right away? Not that Dickinson's, go- not, that Dickinson's not going or they staying. It's, it hasn't been announced yet. But you've seen the quality bigs that Michigan State's had, or excuse me, that the Big Ten has had over the last few years. And you look at Duke, who's bringing in what, three seven-footers or something stupid like that. You have to be able to have these guys who you can trust. And like I said, Marvel wasn't the greatest defensive player in the world. But he gave you the effort, and he was starting to come around a little bit um, at the end of his year. He wasn't like blocking shots like Xavier Tillman and so a lot of it doesn't get recognized and sometimes you know he just got bullied to the point where you know Dickinson could just shoot a hook shot over him because there's a six inch height difference or whatever between the two and so those are just a couple of the things that I feel like um, are going to be missed you know Marble was needed He, he was going to be a starter for this Michigan State team and without him, your lineup gets a lot shakier. Um, without him, Joey Hauser needs to come back. Even if they replace Marble with a uh, with a serviceable uh, transfer, you need Joey Hauser to come back now because now you have no post offense. And I don't even think uh, Hauser really offers you a lot in regard to post offense, anyways. I think he's more of that pick and pop, and that's where he's comfortable. So, look, a lot needs to be done regarding that. Um, Izzo needs to hit that portal. Um, but there, there's just not a lot of centers out there. Um, I, I, th- I think there's still a couple guys you can go out and get, but 
a, a lot of the talent is on the wing position, which, by the way, Izzo needs to hit the portal there as well. Um, <laughs> a lot of the talent is on that wing position. And you're looking at a very undersized Michigan State team now. You know, maybe not necessarily in regard to height, because a lot of guys are 6'8 to 6'10, like Hauser and Sissoko and Kohler and stuff like that. But none of these guys really offer you, you know, that post-up game, that defensive presence on the blocks like Bingham did or anything along those anything along those lines and so that that's a problem you're already short at the wing spot it's looking like it's gonna be uh tyson walker and Jaden akins as your two guards like the this is a very very small team now and when you take away that post presence that offensive post presence especially because you're not going to get it out of soko You've got a lot of problems. And look, like I said, there's still a couple guys out there, but how many? And, you know, is Michigan State too late to the party? We don't know, but we'll talk about it as it develops. Um, There's some potential attrition, some uh, spring game stuff that we're going to talk about a little bit tomorrow. We're going to talk about today, but like I said, we had those connection issues with Sean and. uh, you know, by this time, we're running out of time. So, we'll uh, we'll try to get to that tomorrow. Like I said, uh, some interesting spring game stuff and some more attrition potentially coming um, on the football field after Donovan Eaglin and uh, Antoine Booth have both uh, transferred from Michigan State on uh, no on the gridiron. So we'll we'll break all that down a little bit tomorrow and uh talk about some of the other options there and yeah like like i said michigan, michigan state's got some work to do as far as a that center position is concerned but that does it for us here on the trouble with the snap podcast i am tyler hayward